All right, I want to talk about where where you see cybersecurity going in a moment, but I want to get back to the state actor conversation because Governor Bergham's brought that up. Obviously, we don't I don't know if we still know really what happened with the colonial, if that was actually state actor or not, and things of that nature. And so speak to me about what you believe the purpose of the state actors are by doing this. And is it to kind of test the systems to go, hey, where are the weaknesses? Because you hear so many conversations these days about next they're going after the grid and people are going to be without power. Is that a fair assessment on people's parts or why are these state actors involved? Start with you, Lynn, and just. Actually, yes. I think Tom hinted earlier, they just want to cause discord. They want to cause interruptions. Um, Maybe they don't really need money. That's not what they're looking for. They're just looking for, hey, I have the ability to do this. And looking for potential weaknesses to maybe go after other aspects of our lives? Yeah, maybe so. Mm -hmm. Again, in regards to the state actors, I think they are driven by, you know, politics. Uh, Maybe they're trying to interfere with an election. Maybe they're trying to cause uh, social unrest in order to, you know, swing a style of government from, you know, communism to socialism to capitalism. I mean, maybe they're trying to affect that. I don't think their prime motive is financial, obviously, where organized crime would be primarily financial and data-driven. And um, to be able to use cyber, I think, is as a weapon, um, I think, has been uh, demonstrated in the past as well. Uh, specifically, I think around 2015 or so, there was a, a worm introduced um, into a place where they were enriching uranium, and it caused the centrifuges to spin a little too fast, actually damaging that hardware, and it set this nuclear program back maybe five or ten years. I mean, that was the intention of, of introducing the worm into that. But as opposed to firing a bullet or a missile or something like that in an act of warfare, or however that's classified, instead of firing a weapon, they introduced um, a, a, a piece of software that essentially resulted in the same type of, of um, objective, I guess. Like when I hear Governor Burgum say, you know, North Korea or the People's Liberation Army of China is going after stuff in North Dakota, mm-hmm. I get the energy and the ag thing, but it just seems like, uh, okay. And um, Let's talk about the future of this. You've been in, I'm going to start with you, Tom, because mm-hmm. you've been in this industry for a while. So, again, speaking to CEOs and you start to take us out however far you can, whether it's 24 months, five years, but what, what's coming down the pipeline, pun intended, and what should people be doing to protect themselves? I guess the best thing I can tell anybody is just stay diligent, whatever that means to you. I, I, I mean, don't, I mean, we have some advice we can give. We have some, you know, we've got Dean and Lynn and our whole team who can talk you through all kinds of different things, good and bad and whatever, but be diligent, whatever that means to you, I guess, let's start there at a, at a minimum. And then, you know, we had talked a little bit offline about, you know, do we see this getting worse or better? And, and on, honestly, it, I am, I personally see this getting worse for the next, I don't, I don't know how long, couple of years maybe, maybe even longer. But we've got, we've, there's, honestly, there's more bad guys than there are good guys. That's part of the problem. Um, the bad guys are apparently getting paid more than the good guys right now, so that's not helping anything either. But I think that you've just got this big, huge unrest going on, almost worldwide, where you've got this discord happening. I use that word again. It's you know, politically and geographically and you know, energy systems and and leadership systems and all these different things that are going on and there's nobody's firing a bullet right now. Everybody's like you said, they're all they're all trying to figure out whose data can I steal and how do I how do I raise up 
this this challenge over here that's maybe not even real. It's just it's like that movie. What was the movie years ago where Sandra Bullock was in it? Um, mm -hmm. You remember the one where they talked about they had gotten into the the airplane systems and somebody had crashed an airplane mm -hmm. and I, I wish I could remember the name of it. Mm -hmm. It's a really good movie, but mm -hmm. I'll, I'll think of it later. Mm -hmm. But it's like that. That's what they're doing. They're raising all. They're doing their best to raise up all this uncertainty so that people like ourselves that are just normal everyday people and all of the people that we know end up being so worried about what's going on, they're, they're forgetting about spending time with their kids and going to the lake and watching a baseball game and you know, standing around the water cooler talking about the weekend. They're all, they're, that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to raise up fear. So don't let them do it. So one of the things that we did talk about offline as well is, Chris, you said, hey, you know, one of the things that the United States needs to look at is being more offensive, being on the offense more. What do you mean by that specifically? I think, <laughs> was that, I think no. it was, yeah. Whoever I, wants I, to say, I mean, all three of you, really. I, I, guess, we, um, I guess I think in, I in context, uh, with, with that conversation, I think we talked about the colonial pipeline, where the United States did go in and retract the Bitcoin that was actually paid. And so uh, those ransom folks said, oh my gosh, I'm, I failed in my mission and I am going to disband. Uh, they will show up someplace else as a different set of bad actors, but until we start really interrupting their service and their money, uh, we're going to continue, they're going to continue to grow. This may be a really naive question, but how do they just go take the Bitcoin back? They actually trace the Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin has little tracers on the internet. I don't know, Dean, can you explain that one better? Yeah. I, I mean, oh, you asked a big question. I know. <laughs> they, yes. I mean, every transaction that you make on the internet is traceable at some point in time. The FBI got involved, as, as I understand it, early enough in the payment of the Bitcoin that they were able to trace where that Bitcoin went. And then they went and pulled it back. Okay. Um, if you want to comment on that, Dean, great. I also just speak to the offensive piece of things that what what can we be doing better to be on offense? Yeah, there's a gentleman, his name is Kevin Mandiant, and he speaks a lot. He's really influential out in Washington. And um, I don't know that there's an answer to that, Chris, but I think there's a real time debate going on right now, how to respond. Um, do we need to respond to a cyber attack using cyber? Not necessarily. I mean, we can have uh, sanctions, um, other, you know, uh, kind of political type of vehicles to have a, uh, a negative consequence as a, as a result of attack. Uh, do we have the capability to offensively respond? That is the United States. Um, you bet your bottom dollar uh, we do. I mean, our, our countries, you know, write a lot of this uh, software uh, manufacturing. I mean, you think about Google, Amazon, Microsoft, those are all, you know, American companies. They work closely with the NSA to develop you know, operating systems and databases and, and controls and, and so forth. So do we have the capability to? Absolutely. The Israelis are also fantastic at it. We have a great relationship um, with them as well. Um, have, we, have we used cyber tools to respond to attacks? I would say not so much. And one of the reasons for that is it's kind of a one-use type of bullet, if you will. Once it's fired, once we take advantage of an exploit or a vulnerability in somebody's system that we're going to attack, once we've done that once, they'll go back, other countries will as well afterwards, and they'll patch those vulnerabilities, they'll fix those holes and so forth. Uh, 
so that attack probably most likely won't be able to use, be used again. So I think we kind of guard the opportunity to use those sparingly, if that makes sense. Yeah, it just it seems like we need to do something. Because if they're paying the ransomware, it just seems like it incentivizes more attacks. We've got right. a few minutes left. What mm -hmm. I want to do is give each one of you just a final word. You can take a couple minutes if you want, 60 seconds, whatever you want to share. But just what do you think is most important for our audience to know? And again, I want to remind you, go to the website, highpointnetworks.com forward slash security. Again, highpointnetworks.com forward slash security to sign up for that consultation. Uh, Dean, we'll start with you and just going down the line. Last word, sir. Yeah, absolutely. So just two things. Again, following the science, following the data in order to protect yourselves, you as a person, you as a business, you as a school can, there, there's a list of five things. I'm just going to do two here really quick. Number one is the credentials. If you can implement multi-factor authentication, that will reduce your risk significantly. And again, that's what we're trying to do is just trying to drop probability of of having an attack, having a successful attack take place. Number two, to have good email security in place, right? Because that's where the phishing comes in, that's where the malware typically comes in, that's where the bad links also come in. And then also, you think about it, Chris, if I forget a password and I want to reset my password, it usually sends my password reset link to my email. So I really want to protect that email because if credentials are being set, if somebody has access to my email account, they're going to be able to oh, click that, oh, I forgot my password button, and reset credentials through there um, as well. Uh, number two, there's kind of a change in the industry right now. Distributed computing is about you know, 25 years old, and for a long, long time, we've been kind of focusing on protecting one area, and we've done a good job at that, and I think we've matured that. There's another area of security that we've kind of almost forgotten about, and it's really kind of coming home to roost right now. And what that is is identity and access management. That's who am I, what are my credentials, and what I have access to. It's kind of been forgotten about a little bit, believe it or not. And then the other part of that is just flat out data security. What data do, if, you, if I speak to 100 businesses, 99 of them will not be able to answer this question. What type of sensitive data do I have? How much is there? Where is it? And who has access to it? Nobody can answer that question. But what we're trying to do is information security. So my Jeff Foxworthy joke is kind of like, if securing information isn't a part of your information security program or strategy, then you might be, a, you know, <laughs> put a sound effect in there, I guess. But you get the point, Chris. So yes. focus on credentials and focus on data security, I think, is what the future is. Good stuff. Tom, last word, sir. I think probably <laughs> the biggest, uh, so I talked to different business owners. We talked about this in an earlier segment. And, and I'm the same way as this, by the way. So I just want to bring it back up again. There, we, we all have teams of people that, that are part of our groups that take care of different things, right? So most of us probably have somebody in charge of cybersecurity at mm -hmm. some level, whether it be the IT person or this department or maybe this entire team, depending on the size of the company or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is we being in North Dakota, we've, we, and I think this is true all over, we'll go back to the North Dakota nice thing though, we don't want to step on anybody's toes. We don't want to make our team feel bad. We don't want them to think that we're uh, trying to go uh, over top of it. We want them to do their job. We want, we want them to know we trust them to do their job. And, I, and all of those things are super important. 
which is one of the reasons why we really just we just encourage you to, to take a look at doing an assessment. Yeah. You're going to find out really quickly, and we've got different companies but I think we can reference for this, but you're going to find for out sure. really quickly that our job is not to make anybody on your team look bad. No. As a matter of fact, if we have any goal, it's to make your team look good. Oh, absolutely. And it's through... Uh, it, 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 that gets done through affirming the good things that they've done, mm -hmm. helping with the things that they probably know they're having issues with as well, but just helping them get through those things, and then getting them to a position where all of a sudden now they become a super valuable, well, they already are super valuable, but they become even more valuable to your team because they understand all of the different attack vectors that we've been able to identify yeah. with them. Absolutely. And, and it just increases everybody's ability to sleep at night. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If something does happen, we understand who's going to attack it and how we're going to get through it. Yeah. Right? And not only is our website, you know, highpointnetworks.com slash security available 24-7, but our phone is available 24-7. Yeah. And you talk about sleeping at night. You know, our, our, our logo, our little motto down there is always connected and people can call us even if they don't have a business relationship with us today. doesn't matter. Pick up the phone in the middle mm -hmm. of the night, call us. We will remote in, fly in, parachute in, whatever we need to do to help people sleep better at night and get through the dark evenings. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lynn, last word. The security cycle is the biggest thing that everybody needs to look at. Uh, you got to start with a plan. Everything starts with a plan. You build a house, you start with a plan. You go to the doctor, you start with a plan. Uh, so you need a security plan. And during that plan, we're, we'll identify vulnerabilities, yes, but we're also gonna affirm what you're already doing. Uh, validation is a huge thing, especially if you're a smaller IT shop. Uh, validating that you are doing the right things, that you have controls in place is also very valuable. Uh, so we start, let's start with building that plan. We're gonna remediate. We can do a vulnerability assessment. We can look at remediation after that, uh, penetration test, but then we're back to what's that plan again? What's the new security threats out there? What do we need to look for? Great stuff, you guys. Thank you. I think the big takeaway for me is just peace of mind, right? Get the assessment, figure out what's going on internally so you can have peace of mind as a business owner and employees as well. I mean, some of the stuff you said about the printer guy showing up, right? I was just like, oh my goodness, it raised my blood pressure. So uh, great, great stuff. We really, really appreciate the time and the insight. Yeah. Want to remind you, go check out highpointnetworks.com. Again, highpointnetworks.com forward slash security. There you can go and sign up for this potential uh, assessment if you want, find out what's happening within your organization to ensure that you're protecting your company and your employees. Um, great, great stuff here on Cybersecurity Rick. We will continue this conversation ongoing because as Lynn and everyone's here suggested, this is not a one-time thing. It's going on and on and on and on and make sure you're on top of it. So stay with us. We've got much more coming up here on Point of View. As always, please share your point of view with us. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.